Warning, the following episode contains spoilers and foul language. Listener discretion is advised. Today on the MFAB Podcast, we watch 1989's Batman and 1994's Brain Scan. So let's dance with the devil in the pale moonlight and crank up that primus and enjoy the show. How's it going, everybody? Welcome into another great edition of the Movies from A to B Podcast, also known as the MFAB Podcast. Brought it in kind of loud there. Yeah, a little bit. Did we peak? I'm sure we did. Okay, anyways. Uh, I'm Aaron. And I'm Gavin. And we are glad you're here with us today. Uh, Got an awesome show today. We do. We actually have a special listener recommended episode. Yes, this whole episode is brought to you by some of our faithful and loving special listeners. We actually have one in studio with us. Yeah. We'll be bringing him on a little later. It's kind of awkward. He's just chilling over there. Just staring. Yep. It's like... (laughs) creepy <laughs> <laughs> he's creepy um so yeah like i said we'll bring him on a little later but our first movie up on the dais today is 1989's batman that was recommended by loyal listener matt good friend of the show good friend matt. of ours matt. so thanks for recommending matt. this matt we appreciate it um probably gonna shock a lot of people i have never seen this movie before you know by this point i'm not surprised yeah because there's a lot of really good shit there is a seen. lot yeah I mean, a lot of people are surprised when I tell them I haven't seen a lot of, like, really good movies. Yeah. So, like, I die hard. How sheltered were you as a child? Pretty sheltered. Yeah. Pretty sheltered. Doesn't yeah. surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anything you want to add before we started off here? <laughs> I know I always ask you. <laughs> when, when do I ever have anything? I don't know. Maybe just there's like, going to be that one week where I don't ask, and you're going to be like, I wanted to say something. I probably will. I probably, probably will. yeah. So, um, yeah, anyways, it's it's Batman. Everybody knows Batman. Yeah, 1989. Yeah, um, let's see. Starring Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, Kim Basinger. Directed by Tim Burton. Uh, you forgot Billy D. Williams. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's not listed as a top three, though. So? <laughs> and he really wasn't in it that much. Who cares? Yeah. He's Billy D. fucking Williams. <laughs> Robert Wool was in it, too. Yeah. Everybody remembers was. him from that great show, Arliss, on HBO. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking exactly. about. Exactly, <laughs> see? Everybody knows who he is. So, yeah, the whole opening credits to this is just kind of like a strut, like a big Batman logo. Yeah, zooming around yeah. magically via camera through our uh, <laughs> Batman logo. Yeah. Very Tim Burton-esque. Um, and then we uh, enter the Gotham City with this little kid. And what, is he with his mom and dad? Or just his dad? Yeah, he's with his parents. Yeah. They're tourists. Um, I think they're actually, like, labeled in the IMDb as, like, tourist oh, okay. dad, tourist mom, and tourist kid. The first thing I have written down is, did a hooker really just try and pick up a kid? <laughs> yeah. Did you catch that? I think so. She's, like, grabbing by his shoulder, and she's like, hey there, stud. And I'm like, he's, like, fucking eight. Yeah. That's, wow. Apparently his parents are rich enough to bring him to Gotham City <laughs> just to hang out. I guess. But, uh... Uh, what, a guy gets robbed in an alley by some bums? The, the the parents, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're bums. Well, they look like bums. I'd call them goons. Goons? Bums? Yeah. Okay. Um, Batman comes flying in to save the day. Fucks him up. Yeah. And then sends him a bums. message. She doesn't kill him. Sends him a message, right? Yeah. What'd you say? Well, he knocks the fuck out of the one dude. Like, through a door. All hardcore. I'm trying to remember. I know I just watched it like two nights After ago. After they shoot him? And mm-hmm. he doesn't die. He like oh, stands yeah, that's up right, and like yep. boot kicks a fucker through a door. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like the 
classic like wooden fencing in alleyways. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he just tells him to tell his friends that he's Batman. Pretty I'm much. Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we go to this like news event party type thing. I'd say a gala. A gala. Gala. So, An event. This celebrating. Who else? But Harvey Dent. No. Billy huh? D. fucking Williams. Okay, Billy D. Williams, who's playing Harvey Dent. And here's yeah. my thing, in any of the Batman movies I've seen, you know, before I've seen this one, yeah. Harvey Dent was always white. Does he really have to be white? I don't know. I'm not a, never a reader of the comic books, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure that far back, actually, if he yeah. was black or white. But so I was like, Harvey Dent's black. Cool. Yeah. And it, why not have, like, the coolest black guy ever, Billy D. Williams, you know? He's supposed to be Harvey Dent's Two-Face. You know. Yeah, I know that. So, so. that would have been funny to see Billy D. Williams as yeah. fucking Two Face and Lando Calrissian himself. Yeah, because yeah. he is Two Face. <coughs> yeah, and, you know, as Lando, he. Sold yeah, him. yeah, okay, uh, nice, nice, yeah. yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. So, I have bums and detectives and a reporter after this. Well, first of all, we cut over to Jack, who is banging the mob boss's wife. Okay. They have their little scene with them. Uh, That's the, like, yeah. shopping chick, right? Alicia? Shopping, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Alicia. She's kind of dumb. Yeah. Well, I don't know if she's dumb. She just... That mob boss, that was Grissom, right? His name was yeah. Grissom? Okay. Played by... Who is that again? Oh, man, you're going to make me train. Yep. I have to go look gonna this up look. now. Fine. Da, 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 da. Jack Palance, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, Jack Palance is in this. Is it Palance or Palance? Jack Palance. That's how I've always pronounced it. Oh, okay. The only other movie I know him from is City Slickers. Yeah. He won an an Oscar for that. For City Slickers? For City Slickers. He was nominated. Huh. Learn something new every day? Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah. So. Um, They meet this detective (laughs) after that, right? The big fat detective. Yeah. He's got, like, the best voice ever. Just low and grumbly like this. Eckhart, yeah, Lieutenant Eckhart, Fat Eckhart, yeah. Who I originally thought was supposed to be Bullock, I think. Bullock, who was like James Gordon's partner back in the day. Oh, okay. Who is a detective in the Batman the Animated Series and on Gotham. Okay. Yeah. He's, You're the one who's gonna have all the backup on any like graphic novel, comic book yeah, shit more than for me. So hmm. I'm not totally into all that. So yeah. well, you're my go-to on that. It's good to hear. Yeah. So yeah, Knox is talking to Eckhart about. Batman. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I wrote BM instead of Batman in my notes. <laughs> so I got Knox is talking about BM. I just wrote down Batty at sometimes. Batty. Just, yeah, Batty. Felt like it was too long to write down Batman, even though it's like <laughs> Sorry, Batty is BM. one letter less. <laughs> BM. <laughs> um, so yeah, then Eckhart runs into Jack Napier. Yeah, and you know, mm-hmm. we kind of find out he's being paid off by him. Okay. Um, then we cut over to the reporter. He's working now. Knox. Knox, yeah. Yep. And he's um, essentially a fucking joke. Yeah. He's just, in his department. Because he believes that there's this hooded bat figure in the city. Yeah. And everybody just rips on him. And he meets with Vicky Vale. Who is a photographer. Yeah. And I have written down Wowie. So he wrote down? Kim Basinger. Yeah. Wowie. Two E's. Wowie. That's impressive. Kim Basinger's hot. Just saying. Well, she is. Yeah. I don't think she still is that good looking, but yeah, she looked good. You didn't put a zowie in there? Nope, I could. Just wanted to. Wowie zowie. (laughs) How could you make this more lame? (laughs) Put a zowie in there. Ooh, (laughs) ee. 
Um, <clears throat> so yeah, he kind of meets with her. They want to. What he kind of wants to use her to get some, try and get some photographs of Batman, right? Yeah, and yeah. she wants to use him to kind of get the poets there. Right. After they do an expose on Batman. Right. So we cut over to Jack and uh, Jack and Grissom's meeting. Um, Carl's kind of gonna Grissom's kind of gonna screw over Jack. Some, he's going to a chemical plant, right? Yeah, he pretty much knows that uh, Jack's banging his wife. Right. Right. Or at least hints at it. So he's like. Yeah, I want you to do this job personally. I want you to head to this chemical plant, clean out all the info that, you know, talks about us, and then yeah, trash a so, place. Yep, and as he leaves, he kind of <coughs> calls into the cops, like, oh, there's going to be something going on at the chemical yeah. plant. So. Which Don't is Apex, know. or was it Apex? No, it was but yeah, Apex, Apex. Allied Axis. Something like Axis. Axis, yeah, there we go. <laughs> and that's Something to, to do with World War Two. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be Ace Chemicals in the comic. Okay. Yeah. So, and then we cut over to Bruce Wayne's having this big fucking party. Um, and anybody who doesn't know, Bruce Wayne's Batman. Fucking spoilers, dude. Sorry, dude. You're Sorry. such a piece of shit. Because, you know, we pride ourselves on not having any spoilers on this show. We don't mention that at the beginning or anything. Nope, nope. So, sorry. But he's having this big benefit gala at his estate in Wayne Manor. Yeah, he's essentially giving away money. Oh yeah, we get to, yeah. Never mind. Vicky's kind of looking around for him. She doesn't know who he is. She literally runs into him at one point. It's like, do you know where I could find Bruce Wayne? And he's like, not really. And she just keeps yeah, which going. Which is kind of a dick move, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Um. So she meets back up with Knox, the reporter guy, and they find this like room of just ancient weapons and shit. I I don't want to say ancient because a lot of that shit looked like it was just cobbled together art. <laughs> okay, but they, they literally said it in Arsenal Room. Yeah, like one, one was a gas mask that looked like it was made in like the 90s. <laughs> and this came out in 89, so. Probably just use it for smoking weed, probably. Yeah, and uh, it could have totally had a bong at the end. <laughs> it probably did. And they're just kind of in awe of this room, and then Bruce walks in. And uh, then he kind of introduces himself. Yeah. And they chat a little bit. Um, and then... Alfred come in, or does some other guy come in? No, Alfred. Well, another guy comes in and asks how much champagne they should open. Oh, yeah, that's right. Then Alfred comes in and says... Commissioner Gordon kind of left, left in hastily. Hurry. Yeah. And uh, before Knox is like, yeah, give me a grant. And he's yeah. like, oh, Alfred, give this guy a grant. Yeah, so. that was funny, too. Just, that's that easy. Really? Just go up to a billionaire and ask for money? It's that easy? Yeah. As long Dang. as they're preoccupied it's with being the Batman. Hmm. You know? This is true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a billionaire and ask him, hey, can I have some money? Do it. Cool. Trump, he's a billionaire, right? Or is he just a millionaire? Let's not go there. <laughs> Let's just not go there. He is our president, though. Let's just not go oh, there. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Got a clown monster in the Oval Office. <laughs> uh, Bruce goes down and checks his high-tech, low-tech security tapes. <laughs> this is the 80s. Yeah. So this is high-tech. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back on it, it's like, this looks like... He invested so much money in it, and it's probably worth, like, $5 today. Yeah. Like, I have more than $5. You could go to, like, any, like, thrift shop and find all this stuff. <laughs> I don't think you could. Nowadays, actually. We was literally at Pawn America earlier today, and you could find this shit. Did they have, like, VHS cameras and shit? Probably. Yeah. No. 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 They did have old school. They did have an N64 well, that yeah. was priced higher than a PS2. Well, yeah. Or a Wii, sorry. No, that makes sense, though. Yeah. 
older the games get, the more <clears throat> I appreciate. That was crazy though. Anyway, I collect games. You should yeah. know. This. Yes, I know. Anyways, back I'm trying to get a copy of Luigi's Mansion. I can't find it for under <laughs> eighty bucks. It's bullshit. Or well, any listeners bucks. trying to sell Luigi's Mansion for under eighty bucks? Yeah, or GameCube. Actually, under thirty, and I'll buy it. I'm not spending over thirty for <laughs> Luigi's Mansion. It's bullshit. All right, <laughs> back to the story now. <laughs> Um, so shit's going down at this chemical plant. Yeah, we head over to Allied Access. Access. Access Chemicals. I always think of it yeah. as Ace Chemicals. So. Yeah. Jack and his uh, little goons are robbing it, I Well, they're trying to get all the paperwork that links them to it. Okay. So they, uh, they break open the safe, and there's nothing in there. And then he's like, shit. This is when Commissioner Gordon and, you know, the good guys show up. No, this is where uh, Eckhart shows up. Oh, yeah, it's Eckhart. So Eckhart right. got tipped off. Eckhart and Gordon were both fat guys, so I kind of... But Eckhart was the one who was getting paid off by Grissom. Right. So Eckhart's there, but then Gordon does show up eventually. Yeah, because Eckhart was just going to have Jack killed. Right. He's like, shoot to kill, fucking don't ask questions, get it done with. Okay. And Gordon's trying to play by the book, so... And then when Eckhart realizes Gordon's there, he's like, shit. Yeah, he kind of dips off. Yeah. And Batman comes flying in. Um, the cops kind of chase Jack around the plant. This is the wonkiest fucking chase ever. Because yeah. there's like cops and robbers everywhere. Mm-hmm. The only like... way you can tell them apart is by the silhouettes of their hats. <laughs> yeah, because they're all dressed in like black leather garb. Well, everybody has a fedora <laughs> if you're a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're a high up like police chief, then you got a fedora. <laughs> and every cop has a fucking cop hat. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it looks like they just like stop and shoot randomly. Like, yeah, every now and then. Bang, bang. Uh, bang, bang. It's like a game of bah, laser bah. tag. <laughs> yeah, kind of. If you think about it. <laughs> um, I have Batman helps kind of where he can. When one yeah. guy kind of runs by, you know, just take a swing at him, basically. He ends up catching Jack, but uh, has to let him go. Because Bob gets a hold of Gordon. Yeah. He's like, you let Jack go or I pop Gordon. Yeah. So he lets Jack go. Jack ends up shooting Eckhart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the bat tries to catch Jack one more time, but he falls into this vat of toxic goo. Yeah, he shit. starts to fall, and Batman grabs him by the hand, and it's super dramatic. And then mm. it's not because yep. he drops. Yep. And he's still alive though, because his hand. We don't know that though. Yeah, this is the classic fucking hand coming yeah, out of the water like, scene uh, after this. <laughs> with the glove like peeling off, yeah. and you're like, oh god. So yeah, after all that shit goes down, Vicky's got a date at the Wayne Manor, and. This is kind of you see this scene in a lot of like movies where they're at this long ass fucking table. Yeah. Like, seriously, who does that? Stereotypical. I I I never. Rich people apparently. Apparently, he's like, "How's the soup? What was that? How's the soup? How's the soup?" (laughs) So they literally. Could you pass the salt? (laughs) He literally gets up, walks thirty feet, drops down the salt, and then goes back. I'm like, dude, just grab a chair and pull up right next to her. They uh, end up going to have dinner with Alfred and his, like, little... In the kitchen. Yeah. To show that, you know, Bruce isn't really the hoity-toity type. Right. Um, Alfred's kind of finishing telling an embarrassing story about him. Which seemed more embarrassing for Alfred. Yeah. Because he was like, yeah, he had me strung over the horse like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> it's, it's, it was hard going back and watching this. From having seen like the Dark Knight series and not seeing Michael Caine as Alfred. Oh yeah, it's weird. Although the guy who plays Alfred in this does a good job. He does, yeah, he does a great job. But it's like to me, Michael Caine is Alfred. So. 
You know, it's a weird thing is uh, there's not an old guy I've seen play Alfred that I can't see playing Alfred. <laughs> I don't know if Alfred's that, just an old guy. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're like British and you know proper and yeah. get shit done, then you're you're an Alfred. <laughs> if I ever buy a butler, I'm gonna name him Alfred. <laughs> nice. Um. So after this whole dinner, we go and I don't find. I don't care it. if it's a chick. I'm naming her. <laughs> <name Alfred. laughs> Isn't it? Is, yeah, it's still a butler, I guess. Okay. It's um, a maid. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it a maid or a butler? If it's a chick, she'll Anyways. be a butler. Named <laughs> Alfred. So Jack gets out. He goes to see this creepy doctor who kind of fixes him and uh, kind of <laughs> best <laughs> he could, best he could. Yeah. But uh, creates quote unquote Joker. Yeah. And uh, the laugh right off the bat. Yeah, he does he, a good job. Yes, great laugh. Um, Jack Nicholson will forever be like one of my favorite Jokers. Yeah, without a doubt. Joker goes to visit Carl Grissom. He's got this new face that's fucking creepy. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome, but it's creepy as shit. It's how I grew up remembering the Joker. Mm-hmm. It's like it's obviously a prosthetic, but it just has his you know cheeks perked up like yeah, he's smiling. smiling. It's all just the time. all the time. It's so creepy. Um, he kills Carl, and then which uh, the scene is just fucking awesome, mm-hmm. where he like shoots him like seven different ways. Yeah, behind the back, like through the legs. <laughs> like he's like basketball trick shot artist but yeah, with a gun he's like a kid fucking <laughs> playing it's great uh bruce and vicky end up fucking boning implied they don't show it yeah they never really they show them like hanging out yeah and like cuddling in bed but they never show like either one of them like disrobed at all well it's 89 and what this was was this pg-13 yeah yeah so but, i mean but, pg movies back in the 80s true. were fucking yeah awesome. i guess it's true yeah they had titties I mean, yeah. swear words. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's very implied that they had sex. She kind of wakes up to find Bruce hanging upside down. <laughs> Who fucking does that in the middle of the night? Batman. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go uh, get on my teeter hang up or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> hey, maybe he's got back problems. It's three in the morning. Maybe she gave it to him a little too rough and messed his back up, you know? We never saw what they did. You never know. I wrote down again. She's fucking hot. Sorry. Yeah, I'd tap it. Yeah. Back then. What happened, man? I don't know. What happened? Whew. I haven't seen her lately. She was married to Alec Baldwin, and they had a daughter, I think. Oh, we were just talking about the Baldwins at work today. Were you? Should bomb them all. <laughs> <laughs> Should pull a South Park and fucking... No. <laughs> <laughs> Killed all the Baldwins. <laughs> okay, so we cut back to the Joker, and... uh she kind of sees his new face. She ends up fainting. Wait, who? Her, uh, the oh, Christmas yeah. chick, yeah. Um, I just wrote down because I I didn't know anything about the Batman saga at this point, and I just wrote down, is she supposed to be Harley? No. No? Okay. I didn't <laughs> no. think so, but it was like, Joker, chick? This is 80s. Harley wasn't even invented. Oh, okay. At this point. Gotcha. She was uh, early 90s. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, bear with me, people. I'm not a really big comic book person. Yeah. Slowly, having been friends with Gavin and other coworkers, slowly getting into it, so just bear with me. Uh, Harley was originally in the Batman animated series. Okay. So. I'm not going to act like I know anything, because I really don't. So Yeah. Pretty dumb. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> so all these crime bosses meet. Joker kind of ambushes them all. It's one of my favorite scenes. He literally... 
He's got, what, he's got, like, the joke buzzer on his hand? Yeah, he pretty much tells everybody, like, you're going to follow me now, or you're fucked. And one guy's like, well, what if we say no? And he's like, well, we shake hands and be on our own way. And, and fries him to a yeah. fucking crisp. <laughs> Turns him to a skeleton. Yeah. A corpse. <laughs> and then just tells everybody to get the fuck out. Yeah. So, um, after that scene, we go to Vicky. She's following Bruce around. He, uh, he leaves two roses. Yep. In an alley. And you're like, oh, that's weird. But even I know what that's about. Yeah. Um, I have... They kind of go up to this uh, meeting on the steps of like a courthouse or something. And I've written down, Bruce literally looks like the dude from Breakfast Club. Which dude? Just, uh, I can't think of his name. It was Judd, Judge Nelson's character. The... Was he wearing fingerless gloves? I didn't even notice. I, I couldn't. He had his hand in his pocket, but he had a long jacket and like another jacket underneath that with a scarf and black sunglasses. I just pictured the final scene of Breakfast Club where he just raises the fist, Don't and I'm like, you. <laughs> I'm like Get him <laughs> he looked. It just reminded me of that. But uh, no, that was the meeting, or it was a press conference, or whatever. Right. Where, uh, one of the goons that was in the Joker meeting decided he was going to take over Grissom's shit. That's right. And that's why Joker ends up showing up. Okay, yeah. Because there's a bunch of mimes that start showing up. Yeah. And then uh, Joker shows up, kills this dude. And With a pen. Yeah. Fucking awesome. badass. It's like a peacock feather pen. Yeah, he just whips it super hard into his neck. Right into his fucking neck. <laughs> Which, uh, how you die from that, I don't know. but Pierce the carotid artery. It takes at least a minute or two to bleed oh, out. Yeah, nobody and there was no blood. <laughs> Internal bleeding. It's <laughs> just... Was that on the Cleveland show the other day? Remember? We need to get you in for an x-ray. The doctor thinks you have internal bleeding. Here's a tip for you, nursey. It's when the blood's on the outside of the body when it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways. So yeah, he kills this dude and then the mimes start just blasting everybody away. Bruce is like standing there like an idiot. Like, what's going on? How he doesn't get hit by a bullet, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, And then... The Joker says a line that I laughed my ass off. This town needs an enema. <laughs> well, he's all pissed off that fucking Batman is getting the press that oh, yeah. he earned. You know, he wants, he earns, he deserves. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Joker. You really put a lot of effort into this, and fucking Batman's taking the spotlight. Fuck him. Son of a bitch. I'd be pissed too. Right. Um, Alfred talks to Bruce about Vicky. Bunch of stuff. She has a Knox. Go check out the alley. Yeah. You know what? what Figure you know. out what it means. Yeah. Um, Joker kind of gets some intel on Vicky, and he's instantly fucking smitten with her. Yeah, he, like, gets a boner instantly. Yeah, cuts out her picture and all this stuff, yep. Um, we cut to action news. These, uh, deaths of these two models. Yeah. Who have these... Big smiles on their faces. Big ass smiles on their faces. So, yeah, we cut over, then they cut over to the news chick, and she just kind of starts giggling. I love it because they're talking about, uh... <laughs> More models dying. Yeah, they're talking about three people that just died, and she just starts cracking <laughs> up. As <laughs> like, I, I don't think this is the time, Susan. Yeah. And she just kind of falls over and pretty much dies. Yeah, and then station cuts to Joker commercial. Well, does it does it cut to it or is it hacked? Well, I thought it was hacked. hacked. Yeah, it's not like they put it on intentionally, <laughs> right? Uh, Joker hacks. Oh, serial killer sent us a commercial. We should probably play it <laughs> live for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like this commercial about uh his beauty products joker products yeah and uh they've been poisoned but here's the thing 
you don't know which ones. Yeah, and you probably already have some of them. Yep, so good luck. And, yeah, Bruce, uh, cut back to Bruce. He's checking out Joker's police file record. Uh, yeah, Jack's Jack file. Napier. Is, is that Joker's real name? The Joker's history is like a mystery. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you rhymed. I did. <laughs> um, I'm a poet, and I fucking knew it. Let me go back to the news people now. They're doing news. news. God damn it, you rhymed again, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't even try to rhyme. I actually tried not to rhyme, and I fucked it up by rhyming. Like a jackass. So yeah, we see the new news people, and they don't have makeup on, and then you get to see how fucking ugly and hideous they are. Yeah, they With look really bad. Boils and shit and wrinkles. and. Not that the chick who died in the news looked any better. Right. But at least she didn't have, like, bags under her eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vicky's supposed to meet Bruce after this, um, but he doesn't know. Yeah, she calls saying she's going to be ten minutes late, and he's like, I didn't have a date with her. Yeah. So you're like, oh, shit, what's going on here? She goes to this art museum slash restaurant type thing. Yeah. And kind of waits for him. She gets a package while she's there. Very colorful package. Yeah. Opens it up. It's a mask. It says, put this on right now. Yeah. And... You see this purple gas start getting pumped in, and everyone just starts fucking passing out. I have everybody has such great falls here. <laughs> oh, now this is very reminiscent of like the '60s show. If you've yeah. ever watched that, mm-hmm. I've seen them. Yeah, that's what I thought I was watching. Let's <laughs> watch this. Yeah, now you say that it is very, very. Uh, so she puts on the mask. Obviously, everybody's knocked out. Um, Joker shows up and has a dance party yep. with his crew to face some art. Every it's piece what you of do. yeah, it reminded me of when we played the Warriors video game, and you oh, when you're destroy. breaking the hi hats place, yeah, you can destroy that. That's what it reminded me of. Oh, what the hell is the leader's name? I can't remember. Uh, Chatterbox. Chatterbox. Yeah. yeah. Um, makes his way upstairs to Vicky, and they kind of set the table, and he uses like, the coolest fucking lighter ever. Was it a gun? It's a lighter. Oh, it's his finger, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was just. I think it was just a lighter. It was, it was like coming out of his finger, though. It was pretty was bad. It? That's no. what I thought. That's what I remember seeing. Yeah, yeah. it could be. Um, he says he's the first fully functioning homicidal artist. Yeah. And he wants her to take pictures of his work, yeah. essentially. Because he had a portfolio for pictures, and like all the pictures he took of models, he was like, crap, sucks, <laughs> gross. And then the pictures she took of like dead bodies and Sierra Madre was like, no, this, this yeah. is art. Yeah. <laughs> uh,. This is when Batman shows up. Yep, Batman crashes in. Fucking saves the day. Saves her. Batmobile. Yeah! Badass Batmobile. Yeah, super badass Batmobile. I love the the scene when Batman's escaping, though, and Joker's like, where does he get all these cool toys? (laughs) And I remember that being, like, in commercials back in, like, the 90s. Really? Yeah. For, like, Batman toys. (laughs) Nice. Well, he gets them at Toys R Us. (laughs) KB. KB. Oh, my God. KB Toys. Holy fuck. So yeah, there's a car chase. With super badass Joker cars, by the way. Yeah. Did you notice the produce truck? No, I didn't. You missed it? I must have missed it. When he like whips around, he uses the, the cable to whip around that one corner, yeah. and Joker's cars like cause a big accident. Yeah. One of the cars was a produce truck. Really? There was lettuce and carrots everywhere. I remember seeing the lettuce and carrots, I just don't Yeah, it was, it was from a produce <laughs> truck. Yeah. Um, Gotta have one. Yep. You know? uh, Batman gets her to safety... He gets shot, and then kicks ass. Uh, 
look at my notes again. It says, Goons catch BM. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he kicks her ass, and uh, then I have to the Batcave. Oh, we got the cool-ass, uh, badass goon. The one who's all, like, crazy with the machetes and oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that- he totally pulls a Harrison Ford on him. First he fights him off a little, and then, like, the dude's like, ah, ah, and swinging his blades and shit, yeah. and just, like, kicks him in the face. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just, like, looking at him and, fuck you, get out of here. Yeah. He's like, no, nope, we're done. Just gonna fucking knock you out. Yeah. So, he takes Vicky to the Batcave, kind of shows her that he figures out stuff about Jokish products, how yeah. when you mix two certain ones together, that's when the poison happens and all that stuff, so... Then all of a sudden, just Vicky wakes up at home. Yeah. She didn't know how she got there, whatever. But she gets the news out about... She got cosby all hardcore. <laughs> Probably. God damn it, Batman. <laughs> Fucking pervert. Um, Joker's not happy now. <laughs> and he won't be charged with rape because it's Bruce Wayne banging her. <laughs> Same DNA is going to be in there. <laughs> totally it's covered. the perfect crime. <laughs> wow. Alrighty. So Joker's not happy about this, obviously. Um, Bruce shows up at Vicky's that day, and uh, I had to write it down. Michael Keaton has the softest voice ever. I literally had to keep turning my volume up when he talked and then turning it back down. <laughs> I could not fucking hear him. Yeah, kind of. Um, <clears throat> but he's trying to tell her that he's Batman, and that's when Joker kind of interrupts, shows up there. Um, he kind of hides a little bit. He kind of tells Vicky that... Uh, his girlfriend threw herself off the roof. He's like, well, you gotta crack a few eggs to make an omelet, and then just yeah. smashes the fucking mask. Talk about Joker now, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Um, and that's when kind of realizes Bruce is there. Yeah. And, uh, and Bruce had put a plate under his shirt. Yeah. So in case he gets shot, which obviously <laughs> he's gonna get shot. Because <laughs> yeah. he but, goes all fucking crazy on him. Yeah, like, that, and see, that's what sucked, because I had the volume up when he was talking, yeah. And then all of a sudden he like grabs the fireplace poker and smashes a vase and he's like, "Wow, it's kind of fucking crazy!" And I'm like, "Shit, turn it back down." You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Joker pulls out a gun instantly. And he's, he's like, "You ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight?" Yeah. Say that to all my victims or whatever. And that then sounds really good. Yeah. Shoots him. Don't ever rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> I don't get what that, that means. No, 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 you don't. No, it's, it should be obvious fucking no clue <laughs> <laughs> um the joker kind of leaves and uh vicky like follows him out sort of and then she comes back bruce is gone yeah the fuck thought he got shot totally pulled a batman on her yep <laughs> ghost i said bruce is gone saved by the pewter tray <laughs> <laughs> which a bullet would totally pop through that thing oh of course there's no way that was real yeah so Vicky gets in touch with Knox later on, finds out that what the alley meant to Bruce, and is a, to me, overly long flashback scene about how his parents died. It's his origin story. Yeah, pretty much. Everybody, everybody knows it. Yeah. Parents... Walking out of the theater, get mugged, yep. both of them get shot. Yep. And who's the one who killed him? Joker. Mm. A younger version of Jack Napier. In this version, yeah. 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 So... Vicky just shows up in the Batcave. They and skipped over the whole PSA where the Joker's talking about uh, how he's going to have the parade. He's oh, yeah, that's right. He's going to a bunch right. of fucking money. I thought, oh, yeah, I did skip over that. Sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, Joker. But he hacks. I literally him. just watched this. Huh? Yeah, I know. We were here. Yeah. 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 And somehow you missed it. I skipped over the one part of my notes. It's right there. I have it written down. Yeah. Right here, people. See? Okay. <laughs> we're professional. Yeah. We take notes. We are so professional. Um, yeah, he kind of hijacks or hacks another newscast and says, yeah. you know. Going to have a festival dropping $20 million. Everybody, everybody be there. Yeah, everybody who wasn't paying attention to the news here's $20 million. And was like, what? Oh, okay. I guess we're going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Vicky arrives in the Batcave. Just yeah, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Like Alfred brings around. Yeah. And like, this, this part bothered me. It's like, you'd think she'd be a little more shocked to realize that Bruce is Batman. Yeah, you and think that he Bruce would be, would be a little bit little more shocked more, that his fucking loyal yeah. companion and butler Alfred yeah. led someone in. Alfred, what the fuck, bro? Come <laughs> on. So I get fired, bro. So I get fired. <laughs> the fuck was that? I do not know. Take the Batmobile to this chem plant. Yeah, he goes it. and fucks up this chem plant. Yeah, well, does he? Because he's not yeah. in the Batmobile. He's got the auto drive on. Yeah, but it still fucks up the oh, yeah. plan. Definitely, like blows it to smithereens, pretty much. I have written down lots of explosions. Yeah, tons of explosions. <laughs> tons of explosions. But Joker escapes on his like little helicopter. And his Joker copter. <laughs> Joker copter. If you're gonna be a supervillain, you gotta have like a vehicle with your face on oh, yeah. everything. Oh yeah. That is like um, the coolest fucking trope ever. Yep. Joker escapes, and we go to his impromptu parade. Um, as you noted earlier, he probably had no permits for this, right? Yeah, no street permits nope. at all. Just, just highly illegal. Yeah. Um, and it's good to point out here that all original music for this movie was done by the late Prince. So yeah. Some really neat musical numbers here. Mm. Um, I love the Joker's dancing, especially in the art gallery and in this scene, too. Yeah. It's just, well, it's, it's not good, but it's like... It's, it's just funny. pumping your hands and yeah. thrusting. Pretty much. <laughs> it's how I dance. Getting <laughs> horrible, dude. But yeah, him and his goons are just tossing money out onto the streets. Yeah. And uh, in comes the bat plane. Little because yeah, they got all these balloons, floats. Yeah. Like well, yeah, balloons, giant balloons. Yeah. Floating oh. over the, the float. The float. The parade. <laughs> yeah. This like mini Macy's Thanksgiving yeah. Day parade. Yeah. Um, but the bat plane is like this little tiny thing. It looks like a stealth bomber, kind of, but it's shaped like the bat symbol. Yeah. So, um. Joker starts to gas the crowd. Yeah, all the balloons are surprisingly filled with Smilex. Oh, no way. The gas that makes people smile to yeah. death. <laughs> the guys, put on your masks. Put on your <laughs> yeah. masks. We're going to murder all these people, everybody. Put on your masks. <laughs> um, Knox shows up at some point during this, right? He, I have Knox attacks some guy with a bat. Yeah. And then gets his ass kicked, pretty much. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. it just seems unnecessary, but... Batman takes the balloons. Knox's whole character was unnecessary. Yeah. Batman takes the balloons. With his plane. Yep. Like, yeah. hooks he onto him. the front of his plane to catch them and scissor mm-hmm. them. And Joker's pissed. Yeah, they took his balloons. He took my balloons. So, <laughs> the Batman, e- the Batplane eclipses the moon <laughs> for no fucking Does reason. Does a wicked fucking stolly over the moon. <laughs> Get that nice bad <laughs> signal fucking. It's so funny, like, eh? Wink. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, so he comes flying in a Joker, almost like he's Luke Skywalker destroying the Death Star. Yeah, except he is using the computer. Yeah. And not the force. Sucks. Yeah. And he, he misses. He literally has the target right on Joker and yeah. somehow misses. So the Joker pulls out this, like, 
how long is that barrel on that gun probably at least three feet yeah three four feet three foot long barrel pistol cannon hand cannon yeah (laughs) one shot takes down the bat plane yeah because that thing is a piece of shit (laughs) speaking of the death star like he hit the one exhaust port (laughs) with a fucking bullet (laughs) probably down it comes so bat plane crashes in like the slowest crash ever (laughs) and uh you can tell it's like a camera next to a model like yeah (laughs) like i was waiting to see like a hand that's like in black just blending in just (laughs) did we get it guys (laughs) no go back again (laughs) (laughs) so joker kind of kidnaps vicky at this point takes her to this uh church cathedral or whatever yep batman's on the tail He's kind of a little sort of injured, but... He's fine. He's yeah. fucking Batman. He's, take, Vicky's take, he's taking Vicky up to the bell tower. Um, cops show up at the church now, too. Joker drops the bell, which I thought that was pretty neat looking. Yeah. Just crash, 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 crash. That was pretty cool. Uh, the goons try to attack Batman while Joker dances with, like, a passed out Vicky. Yeah. Under the pale moonlight. Yep. Because uh-huh. she's the devil. Is she? I don't know. <laughs> Just he's dancing with someone in the pale moonlight. <laughs> but Batman just kind of easily, like, fends off these guys. The one guy, he literally just comes flying at him, and he just, like, nut shots him pretty much, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Vicky kind of starts to seduce Joker. Realizes that, you know, this is kind of what he wants. Let's yeah, give starts him to playing it. him. Yeah, playing him. Batman just shows up and literally decks the fucking piss out of him. Yeah. And they have, have a little fight. Somehow Bat, Batman and Vicky kind of fall off the edge of this cathedral and they're hanging. Like, I don't know how fucking ha- tall this church is because they look like it's a fucking skyscraper when well, they're hanging off. Gotham. It. Everything in Gotham is fucking huge. Yeah. That's what one thing I love about all the Batman movies is they really do Gotham good. Mm-hmm. Like, especially in the Tim Burton ones where they got like the huge faces on the sides of the building and shit. Mm-hmm. Just looks beautiful. Nice. Love it. Yeah. It's very gothic. So, they're hanging there. Uh, Joker's goons try and fly over. They're going to try and save Joker. They throw it on the ladder. He grabs on, but Batman, like, hooked his leg with a cable to a gargoyle. Um, he gets caught and kind of falls yeah. a long fucking way down. And Batman and Vicky fall, but he shoots his little grappling hook and catches on to the yeah. top of the cathedral and saves him. And glides down. Yep. And we cut down to Joker, his dead body, just laying on the pavement. Laughing. Laughing. Well, he's got like a little bag that just yeah. keeps laughing. It's a bag of laughs. Super creepy. Um, and we cut to press conference where they're thanking Batman and, oh, if we ever need him, just call. Even though he's a fucking menace. Yeah. <laughs> Vigilante bastard. And then they're like, how do we call him? And then there's the bat signal. Ah. And uh, Alfred picks up Vicky. We get a shot of Batman kind of looking over the city. And it's credits. Mm-hmm. Credits, yeah. yeah. That's Batman. 1989's Batman. Batman. So I guess I'll go first on this one. As always. As always. Yeah. Um, this has a lot of nostalgia points for me. Hmm. Um, I remember watching this movie like a million times growing up. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff even now I picked up on that I didn't pick up on as a kid. You know, it has been several years since I watched it, but right. still a lot of that stuff is... Uh, like etched into my brain like that joy buzzer scene will always fucking be there <laughs> yeah the music's great and it's full of 80s and 
everything done by Danny Elfman's good too. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot he did the music for that. Yeah, yeah. He does music for a ton of shit. Yeah, Fifty Shades like of Grey. Nine percent of all movies are done by <laughs> Danny Elfman. That might be an actual accurate number too. Probably. But yeah, the the acting's good. I mean, I fucking love Jack Nicholson. Oh yeah. And this is the second week in a row we've done a Jack Nicholson movie. <laughs> so I didn't even notice that. Yeah, he's in Departed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, his his uh his portrayal of the Joker is like forever etched in my mind as like the first Joker I remember. So, um, where do I want to land on this? I'm gonna I'm gonna go eight out of eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I've seen it a million times, so I'm. You know, not going to actively go back and watch it again, but if mm. I ever get in the mood, fuck yeah, I'll throw that in. Sure. Just kick back and watch The Dark Knight be born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's done. Okay. So yeah, I'm not going to be too far off of you on that one. Um, yeah, shockingly, as I've said earlier, I'd never seen this before. Um, I The Batmans that I know were The Dark Knight movies. I think I have seen one of the other ones with... Uh, either Clooney or Kilmer as Batman, but I'd never seen the original. Um, but yeah, it's pretty, very, very good. Um, Jack Nicholson's amazing as a yeah. Joker. Just incredible. If, if he didn't get nominated for any awards for this, it's a travesty because it was awesome. Yeah, apparently he lost his mind a little while doing the role, too. I could see how he is, did, uh, yeah. Apparently something that happens when you play the Joker is <laughs> you get way too balls deep in it and then yeah. you go a little insane. Oh. Um, I didn't care for Michael Keaton though. No one really cares for Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> so he just seems just. I didn't get a lot of you know depth from him. I guess he just is just kind of there as Batman. And his portrayal is kind of bland. Yeah, exactly. He plays a lot more Bruce Wayne than he does Batman. Right, right. Um, but yeah, Kim Basinger's hot. Yeah, you know, um, and quoting back on what I said, never mind about saying what happened to her. She's still hot. Yeah. We saw pictures of her. Holy fuck, she's still smoking. So, yeah. um, I think yeah. it was the chick from Top Gun that I'm thinking about. That's kind of shitty. But anyways, aged poorly. Yeah, very yeah. poorly. Um, but yeah, the uh, the music was good. It was the Prince did a couple good songs in here. The dance numbers were nice. Um, it's it, you can tell it's a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, easily. But it's very entertaining. Um, I would definitely recommend checking it out. Um, I'm probably gonna land on an eight too. Oh, nice. an eight out of ten. So. Um, matching them up. Matching them up, yeah. Let's see. IMDb gives it a 7.6. And Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 72% tomato meter, 84% audience score. So oh, yeah. pretty Probably much agreed with us, yeah. yeah. Um, just quick couple bits of trivia for it before we sign off here. Um, this is interesting to me. Robin Williams was offered the role of the Joker when Jack Nicholson was like, yeah, I don't know. Um, he had even accepted the roles when producers told him again that Williams was going to take it if he didn't. And that's when Nicholson was like, no, I want it. And <laughs> Rob Williams was pissed. He Let resent- that cocksucker Williams get more of my fucking money? No. He resented being used as bait and not only refused to play the Riddler in Batman Forever, but also not be involved in any Warner Brothers productions until he got an apology from him. That's pretty bad. So, answer. yeah. Um, Let's see, what else did I hear? Um, oh, apparently in the comic books, Vicky Vale has red hair. Okay. Um, but she had blonde hair, obviously, in this one. And according to Batman creator Bob Kane, Vale was supposed to have blonde hair in the comics. 
and her hair came out red due to a coloring error in her first appearance. So they just like fuck it, go with it. Yeah, just go with it. Yeah. So um, it's funny. Did you notice uh, when Knox is going in the reporting area for the first time, they show him the picture of a business suit with a bat in it? Like, oh, we got a picture of your guy here. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it had Bob Kane's name at the bottom. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, nice. Thought that was cool. Just yeah. noticed that. Um, here's an interesting one. Sean Young was originally cast as Vicky Vale. I can't think of who that is. Um, Blade Runner. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that would have been interesting. Yeah. Um, but she broke her collarbone while filming a horse riding scene with Michael Keaton. So, uh. sorry. Um, and Tim Burton has a cameo in this. He's one of the goons during the art-destroying scene. Nice. Um, and this was the highest-grossing movie of 1989. So. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Not me either. So, Yeah, there's some fun facts there for you. So, yeah, thank you, Matt, for recommending yeah, for us. Good recommendation. Yeah, very good one. Um, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to do our second recommended movie here on the B-Side, and we'll have our special guest with us, so stay tuned. All right. Hi, this is Tyler, your local listener with your random recommendation, coming to you for our movie that we're going to make, Gavin and mine. But yeah, life is chance, looking to travel across country, leaving everything to the roll of the dice, every turn, everywhere we sleep, everywhere what we, we eat. eat, where we sleep, everything determined by the roll of a dice. Exactly. Five-star restaurants to cold ravioli. <laughs> should be interesting. I still think we should go with Gruel. Gruel? Uh, let's do it. Okay. Listen, you heard it here, folks. Yeah. Gruel. So we just need you, our uh, faithful listeners, to uh, take a look at our website. You want to give that information? Yeah, if you can just go to facebook.com forward slash life as chance. That's going to be our Facebook page. From there, you can uh, you can click on the website link, and that'll take you to our GoFundMe. If you'd like to donate, definitely go there. It would be appreciated. Very appreciated. At least go hit a like, follow us on our journey. You're not gonna, you're not gonna want to miss it. It's gonna be an amazing adventure. So if you have any other questions, you can always send us an email at demonandthepaladin at gmail.com. Nice. Demon and the paladin. <laughs> and that's this week's random recommendation. Bye. Thank you, Tyler. And welcome back to the Infab Podcast, Vside. Yeah. What is up? Uh, you done? I'm done. Okay. Close to done. All right. <laughs> Got a little bit left of me. All righty. Bear with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, for today's B-side is yet another uh, viewer requested. Listener requested. Listener. Yeah. I mean, you can watch our podcast if you just like watching a little bar go up in time. But yeah. It's better if you it's, listen it's to it. It's interesting to watch. Yeah. And this is a very special occasion because we actually have this viewer with us. In studio. In studio. Everybody, please welcome our good friend, Tyler. Say hello. Hey, what's up? Yeah, it's Tyler. Ah. <laughs> ah. He's totally on the podcast now. Yeah, Woo. forever. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, kind enough to, uh, if requested, fly any guest in that makes a request, and we will have them on the podcast, all expenses paid. We're really just going to a basketball game later, and he tagged along, so I figured, why not? Uh, so, yeah. Got to run the But, yeah. <laughs> Send us recommendations. Flew him cross-country, Aaron. Cross-country. Yeah. I mean, I do live in the country, yeah. so... That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it a lot easier, a lot cheaper. But his slow ass doesn't drive fast enough to be called flying. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm safe. Fucking Grandpa Joe. 
So, so yeah. Today's B-side movie is 1994's Brain Scan. Directed by John Flynn, starring the great Edward Furlong and fucking Maestro. <laughs> and the He's equally Adonis among fucking teen <laughs> actors. <laughs> also starring Frank Langella and T. Ryder Smith. Good old T. Ryder. Yeah, T. Ryder. <laughs> Sounds like a rapper. T. Ryder. God damn it. Alrighty. So yeah, why don't you bring us in? Sure. Do it, do it. Um, yeah, first thing I wrote down, opening credits. Music by George Clinton? Yeah, George Clinton. <laughs> George S. Clinton. George S. Clinton. <laughs> Probably not the same guy we're thinking. And the Parliament of Funkin' yeah. <laughs> Um, But yeah, the opening credits of this... It appears to be like a nightmare of some sorts. Yeah, like a lot of cuts between someone sleeping, a house, and like a hospital, and an accident. Yeah, and some guts and blood. So Yeah, and a fucked up knee. One really fucked up knee. Yeah. Just dragging yourself across the pavement. Yeah. And, um, it's this kid, Michael, played by Edward Furlong, um, kind of awakes from a, to a call from his uh, bud. Kyle. On, like, the coolest fucking computer ever. He has so much high... 90s high-tech <laughs> shit. <laughs> You're about to say high-tech. I'm like, yeah. I stopped there. 90s high-tech Nine shit. High, I mean, 90s. 90s. <laughs> like this, Equipment. Again, like, this is, like, Batcave-esque shit. Yeah. That, like, well, you this is better than Batcave. Better. Way better. His butler was actually, like, Igor. Igor, yeah. I found it funny that his butler was Igor, and he walked with a limp, like, <laughs> Igor. <laughs> I never even thought about that. <laughs> that is awesome. Um... But yeah, he he basically has got voice control over any, anything in his room. Yeah, um, so making like, calls and yeah, so Igor answered the phone. It's his buddy Kyle. Kyle tells him about this new video game called Brain, Brain Scan. Scan. Um, he says, "Yo, it's in Fangoria magazine, the one with the big eyes bulging out on the cover." Yeah. So obviously he's got it. Who doesn't have that issue? You know, you have it. Everyone's got it. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. It's very common. Issue. Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's number 322. Yeah. Two, I, exactly. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, like this interactive type video game. Yeah. It says like, it's the most realistic, like intense video game ever. Most frightening experience of your life. Yeah. Um, and as he's kind of listening to him, he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And he sees this little chicky poo across, yeah. the, across the yard. So he gets into, like, super creeper mode. Yeah, let me grab my video camera. <laughs> and I'm going to record this chick undressing because yeah. I'm a fucking pervert. So, yeah. Um, this is, uh, her name's Kimberly, I guess. Yep. Let me find that out. But uh, this is one of the more disturbing boob scenes because you know her as an actress is over 18. Yeah, but her character is but her character's not supposed not. to be 18. <laughs> so, She's a high school student. Yeah. I'm not going to give any plus one to boobs on this one. This is probably not needed. So. Uh, then you're breaking your vow, dude. I'm sorry. Sorry. They're 18-year-old boobs. They, okay. okay. The, the, the realness of them. Yeah, we'll, we'll give it the plus one. You, know. you can say yes and stuff instead of just shaking your head. No, I'm good. You sure? Our, our, okay. Our in-studio <laughs> guest is kind of shy, so. Yeah. Oh, he's a little shy. <laughs> it's okay, little guy. You can speak if you want to. Can I? Can I? There's a good boy. There's yeah. a good boy. <laughs> Maybe later. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh. Um, 
you kind of get the feeling that she knows he's spying on her. Yeah, that was kind of... She kind of keeps looking back and like... Yeah, looking out the window. Mm, pausing a minute, just give him a good shot, you know, whatever. Yeah, she's putting on a show. Yeah. Yeah, so I... Yeah. Um, he, call, he ends up calling about this game, the ad in the magazine, and kind of tells him... He's skeptical. Yeah. He says, oh, this is very unique. It plays off your subconscious. And then all of a sudden he gets like fucking zapped. Yeah, like... In his house, in his chair, yeah, zapped. And which, if there's a game that does this, I don't, I don't know if I want to play that. Right, <laughs> that would be my first tip to be like, maybe I shouldn't fuck around with this. Yeah, so he gets zapped and then tries to dial the number again, but can't reach it. Right? Yeah, so he's like, whatever. So next day, he's at in school, school in his horror club. Yep, I have grunge kids watching slasher movies. This is nineties. All kids were grunge <laughs> kids. <laughs> um. His principal walks in and is like, what, what were you guys watching in there? Did you catch the name of the movie? Like, oh, I don't, it's like, what was it? I don't like, I don't like what you guys do in this club. What was it? What was that? What was the name of that movie? And he's like, death, death, death. The principal, death, death, death. Part two. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the teacher's like, I don't like your club. I'm going to ban it. Anytime you want to watch another movie, you show it to me first. Anything you want to show to them, you show to me first. I love it when he's talking to him and he's like, what are you doing? Like smoking s- marijuana cigarettes and getting <laughs> high and getting an erection and raping chicks? He's yeah. like, well, I don't think erections rape, rape chicks. chicks. I think people rape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the principal is like so, oh, I wanted to hit him. Um, he leaves school. He comes home on his little sweet-ass 90s moped. Yep. Like, there is so much 90s stuff about this movie. It is. It's great. So 90s hard on. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's apparently some accident on his street or whatever. Looked like a car accident or yeah. something. There's a fucked up bike fucked in a car. Bike. Yeah. Blood stain. Yeah. Um, the detective's kind of a dick. Yeah, aren't all detectives yeah. dicks? But, yeah, the detective played <laughs> by... Uh, <laughs> <That> private dick. <laughs> <laughs> detective is played by the actual great actor, Frank Langella. Um, but he's kind of like... Better known for... Frost Nixon, he was Oscar nominated for that. Okay. Uh, he was in what a shit. Um, what a shit. I he's been in a lot of stuff. <laughs> he was also in the movie The Box. If you remember that movie with Cameron Diaz. Oh, uh, was that recent? Uh, within the last decade. That's the one where they pull the hole. You push the button. Push the button. Dies. Somebody dies. Yeah, you get okay. money. Yeah. Okay. All that stuff. So yeah, he's a very accomplished actor. Oscar nominated actor. Unlike Edward Furlong. So <laughs> hey. Fuck greatest you. teen actor. <laughs> greatest. He's a god among teen <laughs> actors. Um, he's basic detective. Basically, like, do you live here? He's like, oh, I live a few blocks down. Well, good. Go fucking home. <laughs> Go do your homework. You don't belong belong here. Anyways, he gets home and he's like, finds out he's got brain scan in the mail. Yeah, that's quick. Even, I didn't even order this shit. He, well, he, he was scanned. Yeah, his so brain was scanned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we find out his dad is kind of away on business. A lot. Yeah. Mom's dead, I'm assuming. They never, like... They never say she's dead, but they kind of yeah. allude to it the entire time. So he's got this big, sweet-ass house to himself. Like, they're obvious, his family's obviously well off somewhat. Well, his dad's always at work, so yeah. why not? Yeah. Um, and then I've written down, oh, man, the 90s nostalgia. Really pops. They do a lot of scenes where they just, like, show the posters and stuff on yep. his walls and oh, shit. Yeah. It's, like, just straight everything i remember from my childhood when he plays the game like literally pops it into the cd disc drive oh the oh. cd rom yeah i was like oh oh 90 um kim's having a party across his yeah, neighbor store and 
obviously it's the crowd that he doesn't like hang out with so he's like got his grunge punk music playing blasting um, metal metal okay yeah whatever get your fucking genres right sorry there. don't be a bitch it's <laughs> better music than what they were playing put it that way well yeah so um, you acknowledge that yeah and michael's like fuck this i'm gonna play brain scan yeah so it's a trippy fucking sequence as he kind of gets sucked into the game yeah like uh god i it's like getting sucked through like a virtual tube and or whatever and yeah it looks like a artery or something that he's like flying through yeah kind of and just like virtual noises i guess whatever space noise yeah (laughs) (laughs) and you kind of like awakens in the game and it's your first person and it's 100 percent realistic yeah like it's like we're almost like existence pretty much no existence is more three-dimensional but, I mean, the the feel I mean, of it was realistic. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're getting at. But you don't have, like, a... You yeah. don't have a second butthole, basically. That's what you're trying to say. Well, not Are just that. Sure? <laughs> did you check? Yeah, he Didn't never did check. check his butthole, to be fair. <laughs> so. so Call him up. He's not doing business right <laughs> now. It's like if you strapped a GoPro to your head. Right. That, there we it's go. It's more like that, as opposed to, yeah. like, existence, where it was like, I'm assuming you saw it from that how angle. we watched the movie. Right, right. You know? So, it's first-person view, and you got this, like, little creepy voice that keeps popping up. It's like... Yeah, I wrote down, this is a really easy fucking game when it tells you exactly what to do. Right. The gate. The go gate. to the gate. Yep. Go around the corner. Pick a weapon. Pick a weapon. <laughs> now go kill this guy. Yeah, he literally grabs a knife from the kitchen and just stabs this innocent guy while he sleeps. Yeah, and then he uh, wakes up and what? jumps around and... Crashes into a bunch of shit and then dies, kind yep. of. And then he takes his foot. Yeah. It's like, I love when he was, like, taking his foot, though. That dude, like, wakes up again. Yeah. He just, like, like, obviously punches him again. Yeah. <laughs> really good gore scene there. Really nicely done with the practical effects there. Yeah. When he was chopping off the foot. Not bad. Hmm. I mean. It's, there's been done. They use a lot of a sheet to cover it, so you don't yeah. really see much, you know. But the prosthetic foot that he takes with him it was a good looking foot yeah <laughs> <laughs> had a nice tattoo apparently on gavin's got a thing for feet mm. just separate ones <laughs> <laughs> it's creepy it's normal that should be <laughs> um next day he tries to play the game again because he kind of wakes up from it and he's like that was fucking incredible it was, yeah, it was amazing intense slam some milk yeah uh, so real um so he tries to play it again the next day it doesn't work yeah he's like what the fuck he uh, goes over to Kim's house, uh, sees her parents, and wants to talk to her. Yeah. And then sees there's been a murder on the news. Yeah, the mom turns on the TV, and he sees, like, the crime scene that he was just at, essentially. Yeah, and he's like, oh, shit. No fucking way. <laughs> like, spazzes out. It's like, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Kim later. I gotta go, bye. Yeah. And he goes to the crime scene, meets the detective again. Who recognizes him. Yeah, obviously. he's like, what did I tell you? Go home. Do your homework. Get out of here. And that's when he goes home and checks the freezer. What's in the freezer? A foot. Oh, my God. Because uh, uh, when he was playing the game right at the end after he has a foot, he hears a voice say, you know, put it somewhere safe. Yep. And apparently somewhere safe is his freezer. Yeah, which makes no sense. Right. You wouldn't think to put it in a safe? Or just not take it at all. 
But he's a teen at home. He's not cooking anything out of the freezer. He's fine. Well, that's all he was cooking was fucking TV dinners and shit. Yeah, this is true. He went in the freezer a lot. That's probably where he knew it was going to be. Shit. Yeah. I mean, okay, I have a D&D character who takes a lot of body parts and stuff, but there <laughs> is no... Re- cover it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot more than a lot. Yeah. It's not a lot. It's normal. No, normal you have take. a skull. You took skin off somebody's back. It's all usable. <laughs> this is a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but he has no reason to take this foot. The game told him to. Yeah, yeah. Don't Why? You, don't you follow instructions when you play games? Yeah. Not that Never. <laughs> I don't take a foot. If you could, would you? Depending on how you... Think of Skyrim. Well, you do take toes. Exactly. That's different, though. <laughs> That's not different. Those are alchemy things. Anyways. Maybe he was going to use the foot for some voodoo or some shit. You never know. Yeah. Hmm. Voodoo, I want you dead already. Whatever was happening there was unhealthy. That's all I'm saying. Oh, well. Some people take parts of bodies for a reason. <laughs> That's all I'm getting at. <laughs> all righty. So, he, uh, after he discovers the foot in his freezer, the brain scan just pops back up on his TV. Yeah. And then it comes into his room. Not this, the brain scan, but the trickster. The trickster. The head in the, the brain scan. Yeah, like the logo of brain scan. And it's this creepy motherfucker. Awesome motherfucker. Yeah. But his name's Trickster. Yeah. And for the life of me, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what he reminded me of, what he looked like. Um, I The only thing I could come at, he looks like a cross between a Cabbage Patch Kid and a Garbage Pail Kid, but grown up. So, not a kid at all is what you're saying. Right. Just, like, I mean, just, just like someone just from Chicago, picture, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Garbage Picture the animation and, you know, the cartoonish, cartooniness of a Cabbage Patch and a Garbage Pail Kid. And just picture that in, like, adult form. Wearing, like, Prince-type clothes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I can see that. Yeah. He just... I like to think of it as a Chicago... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> You're only saying it because I got my Bulls jersey on. I know that. Yeah. Fuck And him. other things, but yeah. yeah. Piece of shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, Mike has to play the second disc. This game has four four discs. Oh, you're skipping over like one of the best parts. What part? When the trickster's going through his CDs being like, you have nothing good here. And then he pulls the CD out of his jacket. He's like, always bring your O. (laughs) And then he pops it in and it's fucking Primus. Nice. Best CD you can think of. Fucking badass. Don't know a lot about of Primus, but what I do. Because you're a fucking fool. Hey, hey. What I do know (laughs) of them, I do like, okay? Okay. Right? No more. Too many puppies. Right. I will. Yeah. Too many puppies. Uh, so, yeah, he kind of tells him, you need to play the second disc. Yeah, there was a witness. Yep. You yeah. gotta fucking straighten shit out. Take Otherwise, care. you're gonna get caught. Yeah. So, and then he just kind of vanishes. Um, he goes and tries to bury the foot. Yeah. And some random-ass dog just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, German Shepherd. Yep. Takes the foot <laughs> yeah. out of his bag while he's digging. Chases after him. He gets it back, but he's kind of got to hide because the yeah. dog's owner's in the woods and... He he does this another time later in the movie where he hides in brush, and then people come over, and I'm like, the brush is not that thick. Yeah, you could totally no you see can. him. There's no way you're hiding in that. Yeah, I, I see you there. I, I, you're right there. <laughs> yeah. There's a few leaves, and then a child hiding, but uh, <laughs> mostly leaves, so we'll leave that at that. <laughs> it's 80% leaves. It's fine. <laughs> um, he goes back home. Um, he runs into his buddy Kyle. Him and his buddy Kyle have a fight. 
because he's like, we weren't at school. He's obviously spazzing out over the game. Yeah, he's more pissed off that he won't let him play the game. Yeah. And yeah. the last thing he did does, he shuts the door and just flips him off pretty much. Well, yeah, he shuts the door on him, and then Kyle just starts banging on the door all hardcore, and then he opens it up, and Kyle's just flicking him off. <laughs> yeah. And he backs out. That <laughs> right was, like, here, the buddy. best. Right here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> right here. <laughs> um, Michael goes upstairs, takes a nap, and the doorbell awakens him. That is actually how I want to leave, like, every house forever. <laughs> hey, wait just, a minute. Just, hey. I'll see you guys later. Shut the door. And then dock on it a bunch of times really loud. And then when they open, right, right here, buddy. You. Right here. Back away. Peace among worlds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he, so he awakens to his doorbell ringing, and it's Kimberly. He's just bringing uh, him the mail. Um, he gets a call later from Trickster. Yeah, well, he has disc two in there too. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. brain scan. He kind of after Kim leaves, he freaks out and like breaks the shit out of it. Yeah, that's right. I knew there was something else I was forgetting in that scene. But anyways, Trickster's urging him to play. You need to take care of the witness. Yeah. Um, then Trickster just leaves again. So he puts in disc two. Well, yeah, but he had smashed the disc. Remember, so the Trickster cuts his hand and like lets the blood drip onto like the counter that's right and well i thought that was disc three uh, well i know the trigger has a second disc okay one okay i i know i remember him doing that i thought that was with disc three though it could be okay anyways we'll see. yeah on. but anyways he has this too yep he puts it in but this time he sets up his video camera to record himself yeah playing it um, it's like says his name and he's really scared and that you know if this is a if he murders someone this is pretty much his confession yep so another trippy scene and then he just kind of wakes up no memories nope i'm playing he's but got there's time left on the clock yeah so he beat the game in yeah. the time limit yeah that's the other thing about it you have in what an hour i think he had i thought it was 60 minutes in this first one, he was supposed to have two hours. That's what he said. Okay. And then the second one, it was 60 minutes. Then it's like half hour and then 15 minutes at the uh, fourth okay. one. So it goes down. So, yeah. yeah. So he's got like seven minutes left on the clock. So he beat it. But he doesn't remember it. So he goes back and watches the tape. And as soon as he gets on the tape, as soon as he gets zapped in, he just gets up and leaves. Yeah. So he's like, what the fuck? I don't remember any of this. Yeah. This is bullshit. Yeah. Um, he checks the freezer again. There's... Uh, Kyle's bloody necklace in yeah. there. He calls Kyle. And guess who answers? The pissed off detective. His name is Detective Hayden. Hayden? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. He's just an angry <laughs> yeah, guy. <whatever>. <laughs> but the detective is in Kyle's room. Um, Kyle's room looks pretty bloody. Yeah. And uh, So he knows shit went down. Yep. Kim comes over the next day. Kyle's obviously dead. She's like, I'm so sorry about what happened. Yeah. So he cries and kind of like, he's like, I already miss him, you know. Um, here's my thing. How has he not been questioned? He's been home, sick. And they question people at school. He's his best friend. You wouldn't think going to the kid's house. They went to the school to talk to him, but he wasn't there. So then leave school and go to his house. They do. In a little bit. I know. But it's like, <laughs> it seems like they took way too much time. I don't think so. I mean, knowing it, that's the person he's closest to, probably. They have protocol. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure, they did what they did for a reason. Why don't you trust the cops, Aaron? Do you trust the cops? Yeah. Are you guilty? Hundred <laughs> percent. Me too. Why don't you think I trust the cops? I have full support of them. 
Aaron Everyone's head nodding now. yes over here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm gonna get pulled over when we leave. I just watch. <laughs> you earned it. Karma. Yeah. Um, Shirkster shows back up. Yeah, I wrote down he stops by to be a dick. Yep. Doorbell rings. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Doorbell rings, and now the detectives yeah, show guess up. Guess who it is? The cops. Talking. Oh my god! <laughs> Doing yeah. Their job. They yeah. left the school, and they're like, "Oh shit, Mike's not at school." Let's go okay. find him at home. So they question him a little bit, and then they leave. Yada yada. And then uh, Mike heads back upstairs, where he finds out the trickster, trickster made a fucking mess. So he's just having a little snack. He's well, a little pretty hungry. much he took everything in his fridge, ate one bite of it, and then I don't know, threw it on the ground and shat on it. <laughs> That's how Aaron eats. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I take two I've bites. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> I at least eat half of it, okay? <laughs> that is a big waste of food for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's his girl. He had, like, what, one plate of, like, pickles and hot dogs and mustard and shit. Yeah, he was, was eating like, some gross-ass shit. Weird, like, pregnant lady food combinations. Kinda. Yeah. yeah. And a raw chicken. Yeah. Just he was mowing just... <laughs> down on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, he knows about the accident. And this, I, I really wish they would have gone more in-depth about Michael's accident. Because the whole movie we see, he's got this scar on his knee. He, he walks with a limp, yeah. Um, his mom's obviously dead, so uh, he, to- he what is he kind of telling him? He's like, you know, either you finish the game or you die or whatever, or you can take your own life. Yeah. Like, Go ahead, be like your mother. Take your own life. So yeah. his mom obviously was fucked up. That's what I'm guessing. Deep, dark secrets. He gives him disc three. He's like, you left a clue. You have to remove the clue. So this is the part where... Where think, he, anyways, he cuts his hand, yeah, yeah, and he bleeds onto the table, and then he looks, and his hand isn't cut, and then all the blood that's on the table forms into a disc. Yeah, really cool. Which, I can't remember what fucking CD it is, but the CDs that are the brain scan CDs have a brain on top of them, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. That is a fucking CD I remember from the 90s. I can't remember which fucking one it is. Didn't Offspring have something like that? No. No? I cannot fucking remember for the life of me, and it pisses me off. Hmm. Because I know I had a CD that had a brain on the top of it. Hmm. I, I want to say like Nine Inch Nails or fucking... Was it Tool? Maybe Tool. That Tool stuck out in my head. It, if anybody knows, please write in and tell us what CD has a brain on the top of it from the 90s. I couldn't help you out there. Yeah, I did 90s music I was listening to in the 90s was like... What, NSYNC? Pretty much. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just lost a listener. <laughs> I may. I'm not going to lie about it. You should. <laughs> seven years old. Boy bands were a thing, man. I was uh, seven also. Listening to Guns N' Roses. Hey, I, I grew up and discovered what good music is, okay? Give me a break. Yeah, you break. love it's, Taylor just, Swift now. Yeah. It's good music. So okay, was Tool. So was Nine Inch Nails. Now that I know who they are. Okay. Did you just yeah. lump in Taylor Swift with Nine <laughs> You're Nails damn right I did. <laughs> you did not do that. There's a pretty sure there's a CD I have at work where I have Tool and then Taylor Swift song on there. Uh, Don't I? Isn't there? Isn't there, Gavin? I don't make it Tool? What Tool I, song? I have Sober on a CD. Uh, okay. I'm pretty sure there's a T-Swift song on there, too. Because I always try and squeeze <sighs> one in just to piss, piss you guys off. Yeah. And you do a good job at that. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back yeah. to brain scan. Um, we cut over to... Uh, oh, he shows Mike the interview in the paper. Right. That has his quote that he told Kim. Yeah. Where he was like, I miss him already. 
And that was in the paper because she like used that as used a, it. Yeah, yeah, interview so type like, thing. What the fuck? So he's pissed at Kim right yeah. now. But then there's a scene of uh, Kim and Mike in bed. Yeah, about fantasy to get it scene. On. All right, yeah. And uh, Kim all of a sudden turns to the dead guy. Yeah, and starts choking the shit out of him. Yeah, and then he... Which for some people, that isn't mm-hmm. such a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's obviously just a dream. He wakes up. Yeah. Um, Kim's there. She needs to, to talk, and that's when he throws the paper out at her. Yeah. He's like, She's trying to apologize, and yeah. he's like not having it. Yeah. Creepy detectives just kind of watching from afar, just seeing what's going on. Yeah, this is the part where he breaks in. Yeah, does breaks into the house. I'm no warrant, no notice. Just, just sneaks in and steals some ashes from the yeah. fireplace. Just uh, quality detective work. Yeah, quality. Just, just totally throw away the case, essentially, because mm-hmm. he did not have a warrant to get any of that evidence. Are you a judge? Uh, if that, no, uh, but uh, any okay, fucking desk jockey yeah. judge could tell you the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> this evidence is admissible and should be thrown out. <laughs> Any judge out there. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, the detective starts organizing a neighborhood watch, which yeah. is like a bunch of redneck hillbillies and Miami Vice rejects. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's like are. some guys who are in like cut-off t-shirts and flannel, and the other guys are in like sport coats and bright pink shirts. <laughs> and there's the principal, too. Yeah, he was part of it, too. Principal Dickbag. Yeah. I didn't even catch his name. He's just a cock. Yeah, he looks so. shady the whole time. So yeah, he's Michael. Shit. Michael puts in disc three. Goes in uh, his, his clue or that he left his footprints. footprints. Yeah. So he kind of just goes and wipes them away. And as he's wiping them away, <clears throat> he gets uh, the detective that's inside Kyle's room, right outside the window, gets a phone call. Yeah. It's like, there's an intruder from the trickster. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch! So trickster's ratting him out. Yep. Uh, he's runs to escape. He's got to escape through woods, um, where he runs into. The search party, neighborhood watch. Yeah, they're kind of everywhere. Yeah, and and not to mention the detective that's chasing him from behind. Yeah. This scene kind of reminded me of the fucking chemical scene and Batman, where everyone's just kind of willy nilly yeah. running around. Yeah, I, I was. It wasn't shot well enough to realize, like, okay, where are we? Yeah, there's no organization. Yeah, and what's going on? Um, have he hides in brush again? You know, the same same deal. He's hiding in brush where people should be able to see. They have flashlights now. Okay, They're shining scene, him right on him. The scene was great because a cop walks up and he's standing right over him. And you see, like, him peeking through the bushes and then two legs stop in front of him. Yeah. I instantly thought the cop was going to start pissing. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a comedy scene where the cop starts pissing because he had drained a vein. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah. And then he starts walking away and he hears a noise and he comes back to the exact same spot he was standing <laughs> in. And I'm like, okay, now it's going to happen. And yeah. It never happens. No. Um, he, uh, he, he comes out of the woods and now he's in a construction type area of like a house construction yeah. or whatever it's yeah like i say it was this part was not well shot i think his neighborhood was under construction something some like reason. that yeah but it's like you, you c- it was hard to follow where he was going and where everybody else yeah. was but uh the principal ends up like catching him and yep. he's trying to fight and get away from him and kind of knocks knocks his scaffolding and these shit ton of bricks just fall on the principal he gets hit like by a ton of bricks he literally gets hit by a ton of bricks <laughs> Why are there bricks on scaffolding? It's terrible well, you design. You gotta build walls up. You build walls. <laughs> you don't yeah. just let them sit there. Terrible design. Where are you gonna put them? Yeah, you, what are you gonna break. haul them back down and then haul them back up the next day? That seems like a lot. <laughs> Work smarter, not harder. God, come on. You would have died. <laughs> it's true. It's you true. also wouldn't have died if you wouldn't have tried to like hug that kid from behind. 
But it's Edward Furlong. <laughs> Wouldn't you hug him? No. Don't Have you seen him nowadays? <laughs> he's a beautiful human being. Yeah, no, he's he not. He looks kind of scuzzy he's nowadays. Yeah. He <laughs> looks like a homeless person. He's scuzzy. <laughs> As a kid, he was magical. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally waiting for Gavin to say he looks like a person from Chicago. Because that's I feel that's how you would describe I don't him. know why you would you say that. That's tarnishing Edward Furlong's name. <laughs> 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 I knowing my luck, he's probably like from Chicago or something. And I already stopped listening I to our podcast no if he was. <laughs> if Edward Furlong listens to this podcast. He's got nothing else going on, you know he does. He probably does. Hey. Well, he's uh, A-OK in my book. Can we I will find his Twitter and send this I one? will. I will hit him up on Twitter when we release this. <laughs> probably got four followers. So. Oh dear God. <laughs> Well, he's, he's about to have five in the Empire podcast. We trash talk a lot of celebrities on this show. Yeah, a <laughs> lot. We're just going to lose so many friends. We're or game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, who knows? Honestly, Edward Furling was great in Terminator 2. Hell yeah, he was. There's another movie. I can't he's think of it right now. but uh, American History X, he was in. He's the that, but I there's another like the one. Team. He is. Damn but it, I gotta he's look it got up such a high-pitched voice, it bothers me. But anyways... As Gavin's looking it up over yeah, there, we'll get back into this. Um, so he kind of hides in the construction site after his teacher dies. Um, and this is when that detective gets shot by one of the searchers. And you're like, uh-oh, shit. Yeah, because the detective had initially said if he sees anyone with a gun, he's going to arrest you arrest and book him. take the gun. Yep, so. got it. So... Two people have how these two guys got away with carrying like big shotguns, you know? rifles, and shotguns. Like, yeah, we don't count no guns. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind me. <laughs> Just cleaning out my camera in case I see something to report. Um, Mike goes home. He somehow escapes all this. Goes home. God, he has done a lot of shit. He's got a minute fifty to spare, but there's another witness. So he's got to play disc four. Pet Cemetery 2. Yeah. That's what I originally saw him in before I saw him in T2. Okay. Fucking yeah. He also wears flannels and rides a dirt bike in that. <laughs> That's all he does. <laughs> <laughs> He's really good at wearing flannel. <laughs> and riding <laughs> and dirt you know, bikes. He still rides dirt bikes. Dirt bikes or mopeds. <laughs> yeah, mopeds. <laughs> so yeah, he goes home. Uh, he has a witness, and it's Kim. So he's got to play disc four. Yeah, he's got to get rid of Kim. Um, this is when detective gets his forensic analysis of the ash. Of I his really didn't legally obtained evidence. Yeah, I really didn't see what was useful of that. Anyway, it said I had to pause it and read some of it, yeah. but it's uh, traces of blood being you know so and so type and matches blood from crime scene whatever. Uh, okay, can you get that from ashes? Uh, maybe probably <laughs> not. But in it's Hollywood, a movie. you can. <laughs> <laughs> so for your CSI viewers out there, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are logical thinkers out there. Um, Mike wants to turn himself in. He's like, I've had enough of this, whatever. Trickster won't let him. Trickster yeah. shows up. He's like, no, you have to choose. Your he, life or hers. Yeah, he convinces him not to, essentially. So, Kim comes to the door. Which he really sways to the evil real quick. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay, I'm going to turn myself in. <laughs> no. All right. Let's go kill a bitch. <laughs> it's like, we have a 96-minute time limit. We don't have time for you to decide whether you're good or bad. No life-altering choices right now. <laughs> Just go with the flow, buddy. So Kim comes to the door right as Mike goes into disc number four. He, yeah. Uh, breaks into Kim's house, grabs some scissors. Yeah, a pair uh, of sewing scissors or whatever the hell they were. Yeah. Detective's outside. Kim's sleeping. Trickster appears. 
because he's having second thoughts about killing Kim. Yep. Uh, this is where Mike stabs Trickster. He's like, well, he tries to. Yeah. He's like, game over, you lose, and stabs him in the gut. And Trickster's like, ugh. Yeah. And then just like, yeah. <laughs> and like some guts or something comes out and like grabs onto Mike's hand. Which this scene is fucking awesome. It's, I yeah, just want to stop right crazy. now and say that. Like, yeah. He gets like sucked into Trickster. Like, absorbed is, essentially. Yeah, is there into a better it. way you could describe what happens to him? Not really. It just gets pulled in. This scene right here, which is on the disc. Oh, it's on the disc. Yeah, yeah. he's like got his mouth open and his body. Yeah. If you've ever seen like. Yeah, if you see like if you've ever seen the movie Legion, oh, where yeah. all the like, you know, devils or angels or whatever the hell they are start their jaws just extend <laughs> super hardcore. <laughs> That's what happens with Trickster, and he just starts sucking fucking Ed, Edward Furlong's head into his mouth. <laughs> yeah, and Kim wakes up at this point, and yeah. she just starts screaming like, "What the fuck's going on?" Um. She sees the scuffle between the two. They kind of cut to Kim and then cut back, and then they're both, like, gone. Yeah. That's when Mike kind of pops up from the bed, and he's... Looking evil. Got yellow eyes, and his face is scarred. Yeah, half of his face is and, uh, shredded. He's got Trickster's voice now. So it's like, oh, Trickster kind of went into Mike's body. This is where she's like, pledges her love for him. Yeah, and this is where we find out that she's a fucking creeper, too. Yeah, she's been watching Michael. Yeah, and taking, taking pictures. Yeah. Um, so like they're a match made in heaven because they're both fucking spying on each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trickster reappears, um, and he has the detective with him this time. <laughs> he just kind of opens, opens the door. Opens the door, and, like we have a visitor. And comes the detective, and the detective shoots Michael. Yeah. Really, no context on why he shoots him. Yeah. Just fuck you, kid. I know he's like angry that his partner got shot or whatever, but that wasn't the kid's fault. Right. That was like neighborhood watch <laughs> fault. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he just kind of walks in and like. Says something and then blasts fucking Mike. Yeah. And uh, a bunch of screams and Mike awakens. Everything was a dream. Yeah. Everything's a dream. Fucking Jacob laddered us. (laughs) 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 Fuck. Turns out Uh, everything that he had experienced throughout the entire movie from the first, like, going into the game has been game. Yep. Um, He kind of freaks out and just breaks everything in his fucking room this scene made no sense right it's like you probably got like i don't know 90s dollars so maybe a thousand dollars worth of equipment (laughs) (laughs) and you just destroyed it all and then he hears kyle's voice and is like instantly happy yeah because he realizes he's like oh wait wait everything's okay yeah he's like kyle i just destroyed my like 500 (laughs) dollar fucking homemade pc and fucking voice activated phone system and (laughs) My lamp, for some reason. Because <laughs> my lamp really pissed me off. Fuck that lamp. So he comes out and meets Kyle, and he's like, Oh my god, I'm so glad to see you, man. I missed you. Yeah. And then Kyle's like, lets him know about brain skin. He's like, Oh, it's a good thing you didn't order that, because there's like some guy in Texas had an aneurysm and shit yeah. off it. So um, he calms down or whatever. Um, but Kim's party's going on. Yeah. Still. So he wants to go over there now. Yep. He's like, Fuck it gonna do this he's gonna go over and ask him out finds kim asks her out she says no yeah she turns him down like, like but i'll think about it so it's a maybe it's a maybe it's not a no it's yeah, a maybe no. um and, and she, she kisses him yep and that's when he sees the pics <laughs> yeah of him in his room which yeah it's kind of creepy yeah so uh he takes disco on a brain scan to school the next day 
gives it to the principal. Like, I want to show this to my horror club. Because so. back in the beginning of the movie, the principal said anything you show to them, you got to go through me first. Yeah. So he's going to, you know, give the principal an aneurysm. <laughs> so in reality, he became a murderer. <laughs> or yep. he tried to, at least. Pretty much. And Trickster's sitting at the principal's desk, like... Smiling, and yep. then gets all serious. Yep. And uh, we got the credits. Shit like that's hard to edit out, you know. Sorry. <laughs> Can't help it. Don't be gross. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pig. <laughs> um, but yeah, we cut the credits after that, and then there's like a small post-credit scene yeah. that I didn't feel was necessary. No, it wasn't. It was uh, Trickster saying, "Oh, don't you forget about this," and then it shows the dog running around with the foot. Yep, and he drops it off at the house. That's it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Is that it? All right. That's it. Credits. Whatever. So yeah, that's how the movie ends. Yeah. So, um, as always, I'm gonna go first yep. on this one. Do so do it. Yeah, this was a very cool story. Uh, it's kind of trippy. Um, kind of like Inceptionist, I guess. Get sucked into something. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Um, crap acting, though. I I hope you guys are just being sarcastic about Edward Furlong. <laughs> I'll get to my review. Okay. <laughs> the, the acting in this is very subpar. I felt bad for Frank Langella. He's such a great actor, and he's got to be in this movie. So, it's whatever. Um, the effects were really nice, though, especially the scene you know where he's getting sucked into Trickster's body. That was yeah. super fucking cool. That was um, awesome. They did a good job with the little bit of gore that they used too. The foot was super realistic, um, especially for early for an early '90s film. And the soundtrack it's the was golden age, man. Yeah, the soundtrack well, was the golden ass end of like, you know. Oh, practical stuff? Yeah, yeah, practical. And the soundtrack was pretty good, too. So, yeah. um, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. So. Nice, nice. Hmm. I thought you were going to go lower, honestly. No, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's so. good. I actually uh, won a 7 out of 10, too. <laughs> <laughs> I got more positive to say about it, though. I mean, this had me with, like, a fucking raging 90s boner the entire <laughs> time. Because <laughs> it was so reminiscent of, you know, childhood and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And everything I grew up with, so I love that. There's a awesome collection of uh, metal and fucking, like I said, Primus. Yeah. So, like that had me right there. I was like, I don't care if the rest of this movie sucks. They played some Primus. I'm happy. So that was good. Um, you know, it's kind of what you expect acting. It's mm-hmm. a B movie, obviously. It's a horror movie. It's not meant to be high quality acting, but for those situations, back in this era. Edward Furlong was like a god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was like his like chosen role was stuff like this. Yeah, angsty teen pretty yeah. much, yeah. So, so I mean he did a good job doing that. Yeah. And the acting's, you know, like I said, what you expect. Mm-hmm. Um the the effects were above par. I'm not gonna say they're great. I've seen a lot better when it comes to prosthetics and guts and gore and transformations, all that. But I can name off a billion better options, but <laughs> this is still good for what it is. It's what it's supposed to be, and that's what I loved about it. Death Racers was way better, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> this probably had, like, about an equal budget, you know, and did, like, a million times better. Probably, judging by inflation, yeah. probably. Yeah. So, all in all, I mean, I'm, I'm coming down uh, on a high 7, I'll, I'll say. Okay. But yeah, sure. Seven out of 10. Cool. This is definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Especially if you love fucking campy. Yeah. Gore. Yeah. Fucking horror movies from the 90s or 80s. 
or Edward Furlong. Yeah. yeah, or Edward Furlong. So let's ask our uh, in-studio guests, what do you think of this? What, what would you yeah. give it for a rating? I'd, I'd have to give it about an 8. I watched this probably about 50 times as a child. Maybe not the best thing to watch from 7, 8. No, but totally I did. Is. Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd give it about an 8. I loved all of, all of it. Um, I'll agree the acting's not the greatest, but it it makes up for it. Probably one of my favorite stories for a movie. It's just great. Yeah, movies like this always remind me of like staying up late when your parents are asleep and going and turning on TV and watching like USA's up all night. Like, right. Basically, you just go up there, you go, oh, I'm going to sleep. You hear them close the door. Nope. Yeah. Go and I'm <laughs> Pretty gonna watch, much. Watch some horror movies. It'll be great. Oh yeah. So let's see what IMDb gave it for a rating. Did you Did you give it a rating? Yeah. You said to give yeah, it an eight. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. IMDb is going to give it a six point one. Oh yeah. And Rotten Tomatoes, Tomato Meter gets a 17%, but the audience score gives it a 61%. Yeah, so. So critics, audience, very different about this. We obviously thought it was a little bit better. Yeah, so. Wow, Suicide Squad only got 26%. Jesus. Yeah, since we're doing a podcast about Suicide Squad right now, <laughs> Sorry. we keep talking about that. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw that on new on DVD. So. But uh, yeah, let's uh, see what we got for trivia for it here. Um I caught, read this, and this was great. Director John Flynn did not get along with Edward Furlong during filming. How could you not? He I, is a god. <laughs> he later recalled, and I quote, Edward Furlong was a 15-year-old kid who couldn't act. You had to slap him awake every morning. I don't want to get into knocking people, but I was not a big Eddie Furlong fan. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the kid that played Kyle was 27 when he played the teenage kid. Are you fucking kidding me? No. He does not look 27. No, he doesn't, right? I've seen him. I don't look 27 either, though. In some other stuff. You know, you don't look like a fucking 12-year-old kid either. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Let him shave. No. <laughs> yeah, let him shave. Seriously. Uh, I've seen him in other stuff, too. That uh, uh, kid who played Kyle. Jamie Marsh was his name. Uh, yeah. Something like that. But, yeah, I know I've seen him other places. Other, like, bad movies that are okay. awesome. It's you get kind of shocked when you see people that like play are supposed to be playing younger kids, yeah, like teenage kids, and you find but, out how old they are. Yeah, like I know you remember the show that we used to watch a show called The Hard Times of R.J. Berger. Uh, fuck you, MTV, for canceling that show. It was great. I never saw um, that one. It's a great show. It's great show. Hilarious. But there were a bunch of high school kids, and the one girl that was like supposed to be eighteen was like really thirty in, in real life. <laughs> She's now on uh, Price is Right. She's one of the girls on the Price is Right. Oh, yeah, her, okay. Mm-hmm. So she went from <laughs> a TV show on MTV to... Um, uh, this originally based on the computer game Brainwaves, released as brain scanners in Europe after this film was released. So there's, I guess, a game kind of like this, where you can virtually murder people. So they changed the name to Bite Off the Profits. Yeah. <laughs> that seems kind of kind of weird. I need to get it. Yeah. Um, also, the Fangoria magazine that Michael and Kyle read the fake brain scan article in is Fangoria issue number 95. and was published in August of 1990. Nice. That was a little off. Just a couple hundred. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there's uh, some uh, fun facts for you. Hope you uh, enjoyed this episode. Our first uh, full listener uh, suggested episode. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we'll hopefully get to some more of them. Just going to throw a big thank you out there to... Uh, both of our uh, listeners. <laughs> so, <laughs> Matt, that was a great suggestion. We had fun doing it. Thank yep. you. I know Matt re-recommended a couple other films. So yeah, we'll... which we are going to get to mm-hmm. in the future here. Yeah. 
I'll probably uh, whip out Goon at some point. I really want to watch that yeah. again. So that's a fun movie. Since there's going to be a second one coming out too. Yeah, nice. But yeah, and also thank you, Tyler. Hope yeah, you enjoyed being on. Not yeah. a problem. I had a blast. Awesome. So uh, yeah, with that being said, um, you want to give some info? Contact info. Yeah, if you're enjoying the show, like what we're doing, want to recommend some movies, like we just did today, kind of. Yeah. Uh, hit us up on Facebook, Movies from A to B or MFAB Podcast. We're on Twitter at MFAB Podcast and email MFABpodcast at gmail.com. And if you could, please go to iTunes and give us a <laughs> five-star review and, uh, you know, say nice things about us. Mm-hmm. Or just give us a really shitty review and still give us five stars. Yeah. And we'll be happy. Like Because it gets us seen. That's the best way to get our podcast out there is for you people out there to, if you like it, you know, tell your friends, tell your family. Yeah. Uh yeah. We're pretty vulgar. Yep. So probably not tell your kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell them. No. Tell no. Them. Nope. Nope. But yeah. Alrighty. Well, with that being said, I think we're going to sign off for today. Um, hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for joining us. As always, I'm Aaron. And I'm Gavin. I'm Tyler. And that's Tyler. <laughs> yeah. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Next week on the MFAB Podcast, we go to hell and doom. And then we head back to the suburbs with Suburban Commando. So until next time... That's a wrap. Cut!